this is just key. Your heart's got to be in it, and you got to make sure when you make a video and it doesn't succeed, even if you get discouraged and don't want to make another one, make sure if, you, if you're, you're going to make another one, it has to be better than the last. Every single time, make sure that you improve on something. AOA, that's a triple play. New episodes of Kill Way. First game, press play, no need to debate. AOA, check me out. Clocked in, you could catch the hype. Golden Dawn, how we follow the light. Anime like life, uh, married to it, my wife. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages? Welcome back to the AOA show. I'm your host, as always, Ian, along with my boys, Isaiah. Yo, yo, yo. And Gavin. What's goody? And today we are joined by a very special guest. He goes by the name Awkwardly Animated on YouTube. Awkwardly Animated is a Annie-tuber, rather a new, new Annie-tuber right now. We're, we're, that's kind of going to be the talking point today, and I'm very excited for that, kind of making the, the plunge into the Annie-tube sphere. Uh, also dabbles in uh, writing and, and making of cartoons. Um, and has kind of experimented with all sorts of cartoon and, um, you know, cinematic things relating to that, right? So, you know, you did some things way back with uh, some of like the more Western, I would say, you know, rather than yeah. anime and things like that. But um, we're happy to have him here today. And uh, Prince, why don't you tell folks that are listening right now a little bit about yourself and uh, your story? Okay. Well, I've been doing YouTube for about seven years i uh, started like around 2013 when you know gaming was big um and then i kind of dropped that for a while then moved on to doing cartoons because that was like i guess my main like passion is just getting into that then after a while i was like you know i kind of like anime more so i just dropped it all and just started doing anime so that's kind of my story as far as youtube goes and yeah happy to be here did you um at what point what was like the deciding factor for you to make those pivots? Because I feel like a lot of what you do is pretty intertwined in some way, shape or form in the sense that it's like kind of just the close cousin, you know what I mean? To the next thing, right? A lot of people yeah. in the sphere, what we do in the, either in the arts or, or all this kind of stuff animated or not, they tend to find themselves in a similar boat at least, you know? So what were there like deciding moments when it was, when it was like, okay, I know I have a thing here and I know I'd enjoy this, but like, I know this is the right play for me. Was there a moment that struck to you or did it just kind of happen by, by chance? Um, I think that's just kind of like life in a sense. Like, I mean, when I was young, I knew from the get go, I, I wanted to do art. I wanted to be an artist. That was like the most simple concept that was in my head at the time. Like we're talking like six years old. Then I got a little bit older and I was like, you know, art is cool and all painting is cool and all, but like, I like cartoons, so I want to make cartoons. And then when I got older, I was like, well, I don't necessarily want to draw cartoons. I want to, you know, uh, be like a director or a storyboard artist or something like along those lines. And then it just kind of you narrow the idea to a specific thing. And it was kind of like that with YouTube. Like I started out doing games because at the time when I was like, what, 12, 13 years old, I just like playing games. So I was just playing games, doing Minecraft, all that sort of stuff. And that's just what you see people doing on the platform and it looks fun at the time and all my friends were doing it so it just kind of turned out that way then once my interest is interests kind of left I just thought okay well I like cartoons let me go ahead and review cartoons and that one was kind of the uh the turning point where I really felt more passionate about it than anything else because at least with the gaming stuff a lot of my friends were doing it so it was like well they're doing it so I want to do it too and it was like it was a very much a bonding thing for us. Like we would all bond off making, you know, 
dumb gaming videos or whatever. But once I started doing cartoon stuff, I didn't know anybody that was doing it uh, personally. Um, so it was mainly just me doing it just because I wanted to do it, not so much because my peers were doing it. And then the anime thing is just kind of a another change. I mean, who knows, maybe like a year or two down the line, I could just go straight into film and just do nothing but that. But I don't know. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I, I get the... So I got to ask you a question. I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong here, do you feel like you always had a decent support system when it came to, um, you know, you making a new decision or that you wanted to pivot or pick up something new? Because, you know, relatively young in the grand scheme of things, but you've been at this, you know, relatively since you were six years old. And I know there are some people out there, especially nowadays, we're going to see how this shakes up in the future. But the, the subject of you know, not only the arts, but YouTube in particular, um, and anything surrounding that has this kind of taboo around it, especially with some of the older folks, you know, and even folks that are our age still, and just don't fully grasp and understand that. Like there's so many things that you're just ignorant to, um, when you're not enmeshed in this, you know, this, this, this culture in this, in this workspace, uh, until you're in it. Right. And so there's a lot of things that people have to say, um, for better or for worse, um, but I feel like, you know, based off what you've said, and you correct me if I'm wrong, that you've been able to kind of transition and pursue a lot of these things since a young age, kind of, you know, um, not where you're not being blocked off, you know, on each end. It seems like you're, you have pretty free reign to do that. Would you agree with that? Or do you think that, you know, there are, there have been a lot of obstacles in that realm and, you know, who are some of the people that were able to kind of help you along that path? So... With the uh, the artist thing and just getting into <clears throat> the arts in general, that was very much supported. Like, it wasn't like, I mean, of course, a lot of uh, parents don't want their kids to go to art school because, you know, that's like, a, some will see it as like a waste of money. But, I mean, uh, my parents have been like super supportive in the sense of like, uh, do what you want to do, whatever makes you happy, that sort of thing. When it came to the YouTube thing, I kept that secret for a long time, like, all the gaming videos and stuff, it was very much a thing just me and my friends did, so I only shared it with them. Um, honestly, I don't think really any relatives know about the gaming stuff, um, but it wasn't until I started doing the more, uh, I guess, family-friendly uh, cartoons and anime review stuff that were more highly edited, and I guess I was more proud of that stuff, so I was more open to, to sharing because it, like, it was something that I felt really proud of, and I just wanted to share it with as many people as possible. And... Um, yeah, my mom watched my videos, my dad watched my video, grandmother, like, they all watch it. Um, sometimes it adds a little bit of anxiety when it comes to, like, making it and typing the script and stuff, because you're like, oh, no, they're going to see it. But, um, like, it just got better the more and more I got better at it myself, and I got more confident about what I put out. And now it's just, like, I could put any video out, and I don't really care who watches it. I'm just glad it's getting watched, you know? Yeah, for sure. Gavin, it looked like you were about to say something. No, I was going to say I feel that, like, to the extreme, especially with parents, like, watching things that you produce and record. Because, like, if you've seen our, like, any of our shows, we're pretty rough when it comes to talking. (laughs) And, like, I I remember going upstairs after recording one day, and my mom was literally sitting on the couch with my dad, and they were watching, like, one of our videos. And immediately I just turned around and walked away. And I was like, I'm not dealing with this right now because I'm either A, going to get my butt beat or, like, I, or they're just going to say something. So anytime they bring up like something about the podcast, dude, I redirect. and I'm like, no, don't talk to me. And it's like, it's crazy because it's like weird. Cause my mom actually likes it and she's cool about it. And you know, sometimes she's like, 
stop cursing or like, you know, the, like the mom (laughs) things like that. But like, I, I definitely feel that anxiety just when you think about your parents looking at anything that like you're working on or you do. Cause it's just like, no, don't talk to me, get away. (laughs) So I could definitely, I feel for you on that level for sure. For sure. I remember one time, uh, when, you know, at a place we, I used to work and, uh, my, my boss came up our hours at the time. And when we were just starting the show, he was like, Hey, uh, you got a podcast going on? Cause you know, basically podcast <laughs> yeah. time. And I was like, ah, yeah, yeah. You know, we got one. He's like, oh, okay. So he went on vacation or something. He came <sighs> back like a week later and he's like, oh, I listened to your podcast. And I was like, oh, uh, which episode by chance? <laughs> because I remembered like the day or two before we had recorded one where I just went off about something like really stupid and was just like basically insulting probably half the fan base, not my brightest moment, but like, and I was like, he probably listened to that one. And it was that one. (laughs) And I had to give him, I was like, listen, gotta let you know, like I'm pretty vulgar on that. He goes, dude, we're all human. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, like, it is what it is. But I don't know. That was just a funny, it just reminded me of that. You seem to be very, uh, you got a lot of secrets. You got a lot of secrets there, Prince, namely your face. Why don't yeah. I, I'm curious to know because there's, you're not the only one. Um, there are so many YouTubers out there that do that and kind of like shroud it in mystery. And, um, I was wondering why you came to that conclusion or that decision in making it, because I feel like there's, you know, it's like a, it's a pretty big split down the middle, you know, in terms of who shows, who doesn't, and kind of if they want to build that mystery around it, you know. And uh, I think it works in some respect, but why did you choose to go that, that route? Well, the big reason is, at least for this, because I, I didn't mind doing it before. When I was doing the gaming videos, I would have some where I had face cam on. At that time, I no not like thousands of people were watching me so i didn't really care a lot of times it'd be my friends and just you know a small net group of people but um now there's a lot of more a lot more elements in the the videos that i feel are they they kind of get the charm taken away from uh them if i were to put my face and stuff more mainly like with the character and the persona i'm trying to put into the videos it's like it's it's a part of me but it's not like necessarily me i want the the character in the video to be not only just voicing my opinions but acting in that universe like it's it's goofy like he's in like a spaceship and he has this computer talking to him and all this stuff and i want to build a bit of a lore around that or like story around it just so viewers can have something to uh look forward to each video it's not so much oh this video is just a review of this or this is a review of this but like the banter between the two can like add an extra layer to each one i want like there to be a reason for everyone to watch every single video and it's not a matter of secret. I mean, like, it's out there. If, if people dig deep enough, they could find it. Um, so I'm not really, like, stressed about anyone finding out or whatever what I look like. It's just a, a matter of keeping up the image for as long as I can. And, I mean, when the time comes, it'll eventually, you know, make itself known. But, I mean, it's, it's not, like, a huge secret. Yeah, I feel like oh, you could cool. play it up. Yeah, go ahead. You were going to say something? No, just, that's that's cool. I think a lot of, um, especially when you're working with like cartoons or, or anime or anything where it's like you can you can build either yourself or just another persona off of, you know, off of what you're doing. So like, it, sort of like you said, it's not just, you know, your standard review. It's not your standard analysis or whatever. It's like you can sort of make your own story out of, you know, whatever it is you're talking about. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Right. 
that is cool stuff. You you all you have a couple YouTubers down your list that, that do that too, right? As I know, I feel like you're the most enmeshed in like you know what I mean, like some of the content. Yeah, I mean, I I yeah, I definitely know of YouTube. Yeah, like I mean, like you said, it's not an uncommon thing by any means. It's yeah. you know, whether it's some people who are just a little bit more, I guess, anxiety prone being mm-hmm. on camera, or or more like in Prince's case, whether it's like you're trying to do something with the fact that like you're not, you know, like quote unquote, you're not the one who's speaking, right? It's like your character or your persona or whatever. Um, right. I, and, and I think like, you know, and I'm not, this is necessarily your route here, but a lot of people who go down this route, like it's almost like it's the direct inspiration of either the cartoon, like the, the feeling of, of the cartoons or anime that you watched growing up. It's like that feeling of like, I, I guess like community or like, you know what I mean? Being able to like sit down and it's like, oh, let me turn on another another one of awkwardly animated videos and like watch this guy like talk about this thing. You know what I mean? It gives you that same, that same like, you know, that same wholesome feeling of like just sitting down and watching this guy talk about or, or goof around with whoever about whatever. It's cool. Yeah. I like yeah, exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. Is that the, um, in your pic, we have your, your picture up here and then obviously viewers will be able to see it. Um, the sword in the back, is that, um, which, which sword is that? Okay, so that is from Final Fantasy uh, 7 to the Beast. So that's my favorite game, like, ever of all time. I know the remake just came out. Um, been like I've played that game to hell and back. Platinum to 100-plus hours into it. Like, I just love that game. Final Fantasy in general is just is just my, my jam. Like, But everything in the background that you see there is, is just a little piece of, like, some of my favorite things. Like, a reference to, like, a, my favorite anime or or a reference to the favorite game, just like you see there, and like just little hints and nods, so people can like watch the video and then they'll point it out and be like, "Oh, I know what that is." Like that sort yeah, of yeah. You got a uh, what is it? that's the ball from Toy Story up in the way top. Yeah, here. yeah. I love Pixar. Um, my neighbor's next like, to my the Death Note. <laughs> yeah, Ghibli, oh yeah, yeah. There's uh, my yeah. neighbor Totoro. Oh yeah, the guy in Totoro. The, I just yeah, say yeah. Totoro. there. I think I, there's even that's the Harry Potter, the Deathly Hollows. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the one no one ever points out. They they always just think they just think it's like a Bill Cipher from Gravity Falls or something. I'm like, nope, nope. That's Actually, not going to lie, that was the one thing that I thought of. I was like, is that from Gravity Falls? <laughs> <laughs> like, was, that was yeah. so weird. Look, that's literally the one everyone deep. misses. That's funny, man. That's cool. I like that. It you know, not only yeah. adds the shroud of mystery, but it's like people could pick out little things and almost come however they, you know, whether they're interested in what you look like or not, but it's like it adds this level of mis- mystery to it, but also this relatability in a sense that it's like you don't have right. to be anyone per se to like voice these opinions that you, you that you have and and bring entertainment to people that are watching it regardless of who you are or what you're like or you know what I mean like they're kind of seeing it vicariously lived through this character I think it's a I think it's an interesting take on it um you know and, and a question that I've always meant to ask somebody who does you know what I mean who does exactly what you right. do I think it's really cool. You said um, as well that uh, you had some experience with, you had some um, background in writing. Was I correct? Am I correct in that? Besides your uh, YouTube videos, kinda, that is. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. Like, not not really like a huge background, but I mean, in a sense, like my grandmother, she's a writer. She writes plays um, for like theater and stuff like that. And then my dad, cool. he's big on acting. So like, it was very much embedded like early on that like, this was kind of like the uh, the path I was going to go on. But uh, as far as, like, heavy experience, the most I've done is maybe write, like, a few scripts for uh, short films for, like, class and stuff. But that was really it. Nothing, like, too major as of yet. But I do have, like, some plans for things uh, that I want to do, um, like, pitches at some point. Uh, okay, that's interesting. Oh, wow, yeah. or is there anything you're yeah. able to share, or is it all on the down low? I, I can share it. Like, um, so here's, like, the main thing that I want to 
uh, do. So, right now, I mean, I said it in one of my videos, but my favorite anime is uh, Code Geass. <sighs> and uh, Attack on Titan is, like, the only one that seems to be edging that out mm -hmm. for being my favorite. But the main things I love about those shows is the uh, the, the feeling of, like, groundedness to the world mm -hmm. and consequence. I, I love when stories have, like, some bit of consequence to them where, like, nothing is just, you know, all happy-go-lucky sunshine and rainbows, that sort of thing. And um, a little bit of politics in there. Not, like, you know, stuff we're dealing with right now, but, you know, like, just, like, um, inner turmoil between, you know, governments and people and societies and what that, you know, looks like. So right, there was right. something I always wanted to tackle. This is, like, the, the most I'll say because, like, it's, it's very much a thing that hasn't been, like, handled as well as I would like to be. Um, is I want to do a show um, about like Atlantis and that's like the main setting um, but it's going to be very similar to those shows where it'll be very grounded um, there will be you know uh, inner turmoil between the different societies there'll be lore all this sort of thing mm. and I don't want to go like too in depth in the ideas I have because you know people watching stuff like that but that's like a little tease at what I want to do what I want to build towards. Ooh, wow. That's super exciting. Yeah, sounds really cool. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. cool. And I totally agree with you in terms of the uh, the consequence. I think that's one of the, I mean, you know, we've been at this for a little while now, and I think whenever it comes down to some of the top shows or, like, a big gripe I have with other shows that don't do this, I feel like I always come around to that route, and it's like I might word it in a different way, but it's like, oh, they're more human or they're whatever, and it's like I think consequence, you know, is – really hitting it on the head, right? Where it's like, there yeah. needs to be an actual repercussions for the decisions that are made. Mm -hmm. And like, it can't just be by this saving grace that we're able to get out of something every time. Like there has to be a downside and, you know, and a good side and a positive side, like your decisions need to have an impact, you know? And I think yeah, that's it, it really makes you care. Like mm -hmm. if yeah. there's no consequence and things just turn out okay, every single time, there's no reason for you to ever be fearful for the characters in the situation like you need that for the story to really like grip you yeah no 100 uh so i'm actually curious prince you earlier you were saying code so code geass and like attack on titan are kind of like your two uh front runners yeah, for anime um i guess whether it be anime or cartoons are there any other shows or movies specifically that like you would helm as like the big inspirations for you as far as either doing this or just sort of like starting to get into the creative you know shtick in general yeah, yeah, there's a few. Uh, on the cartoon side, uh, obviously Avatar. That's, like, oh. just goat status. Mm. Steven Universe in recent years has been, like, truly, like, yeah. what a surprise. Like, like just, just a crazy uh, out-of-nowhere cartoon that just kind of, you know, uh, breaks the mold. Um, BoJack Horseman is really good, too. Like, that's, that's one of my all-time favorites. Um, but as far as inspiration, it's mainly anime that I'm getting, like, inspired from. Um, for movies, I, I just have favorite movies. I don't really take too much inspiration for movies because I don't know. I love movies, but movies are so like one and done. Unless you like you know, <laughs> yeah. talk about Marvel and stuff. Uh, I like long stories, like epics and stuff like that. Uh, but my favorite movie is probably like Scott Pilgrim or something. It's just a fun movie. Oh, but, yes, yeah. So <laughs> that's fantastic. I think there is something to be said too, where it's like when you're able to flesh out 
you know, all the beats to the story and like traverse this path, but I actually yeah, feel like journey. you're walking alongside them. Yeah. Rather than it being such an expedited version. I feel like when you're on a movie, you're on like a bullet train as compared to when you're on a show, you know what I mean? You're able to like stop and smell the roses and see everything around and be like, and actually have much more stakes. So that does make a lot of sense for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. You're, um, uh, you're, I asked you about your, Reddit and uh, your Reddit escapade here on trying to essentially have people work for you in getting your um, your editing, like for your editing process. Uh, it might right. seem like a silly question, but I th- I actually, when we were talking initially, I actually got, <laughs> I was like, wow, why didn't I ever think of that? Have you beyond that? Well, first of all, you know, explaining to people that don't know what I'm talking about, you know, just kind of the, the backdrop to, to that. And do you feel that you utilize Reddit for more than just that or that you're avidly, you know, do you recommend that as, as a platform to use for more than just what it is you used it for, or like something that you use in general? Or is that kind of just like a one off, one and done? Um, Reddit is a very, very useful tool, uh, mainly for like making connections um, but a lot of people blow up on Reddit, uh, especially on YouTube. But the thing is, a lot of that comes from uh, like a fan, like sharing your video or someone watching your video that has influence. They go on Reddit, they put it up there and then boom, you could blow up overnight. Um, so like when it comes to Reddit, I just use Reddit as a tool to make connections with people. Like I'll go on there. They have subreddits for literally everything. Um, so like with the editing thing, I just went on a subreddit that's editors for hire. I went on there. Just put a post, and I got like 10, 12 people that asked to want to do my um, edit my videos, and then I kind of held a bit of like a competition type thing to, you know, choose who I pick. Um, so that's kind of what I use it for. But you could get a lot of use out of Reddit. It's it's you should definitely not sleep on that one. So yeah, uh, that's one thing I could you know say to any like in- aspiring person who wants to do this. Um, use every single tool that's given to you like i've recently been putting uh just small little clips or like you know highlights of my videos i've been putting them on like tiktok i don't even use tiktok but you put it on there and like this shit will get like 300 400 views um without you having any sort of following on tiktok so like that's a good method i'd literally just post a clip of it put the youtube link in on the screen in the video and like some people literally come to my channel from there um so what I have to recommend is just go to every single social media outlet, Twitter, uh, Facebook, TikTok, all these places, Instagram even, and then just put your stuff everywhere. And like, it's, it's like a snowball effect. Things will just build and build and build. And like, eventually you never know on one of those platforms, you may blow up. It doesn't have to necessarily all come from YouTube. Mm. Yeah, I, I would. Good point. Yeah, definitely second that for sure. It's it. Do you find that you kind of have to, uh, manage your time in order to be able to post all that kind of thing. Because I feel like that's, we're pretty active on social media in terms of the ones that we're on. Right. So like we have yeah. like Instagram, Twitter, and, and like, you know, Facebook or whatever, but um, it's, it's like a full-time job. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like being it able is. to post that yeah. stuff. Do you find yourself doing that on so many platforms very consistently? And if so, please give anyone advice, i.e. us out there on, you know <laughs> what I mean? Or do you find yourself being like, or do you find yourself being that you um, that you are posting more sporadically? Um, 
it's not really sporadic. I've, I've noticed that you all use community posts a lot on YouTube. That is a great tool as well. I fucking um, love community posts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that. That's something you have to take advantage of too. Um, but I think it depends on the content. Cause uh, for yours specifically, you could you can make the TikTok thing work. You'd probably have to like cut a very specific, mm-hmm. uh, funny moment or snippet of your um your podcast or your video to put in there. But like, you just have to make sure whatever you put uh it has to be eye catching like that's how i try to start all my videos off with something that catches their attention because uh viewer retention is so important like literally people will click on your video and click off in five seconds just like that um and the stats show it like you have to make sure that whatever is in the first 30 seconds or first minute it has to be like eye catching you have to maintain their attention uh, or else like it's, they're just gonna wander off and click on some other video yeah what are some, are have you what are some things that have helped you in in you know retaining that attention essentially like are there any things that you like tried and trues that you that you go to or yeah um i've ta- like what i've been doing uh, as of recent is youtube is is very much a game and i don't it's it's like when you realize it and it clicks it, it like it hurts that it took this long for it to really click her um because like i'll look at uh other people's videos and i'm like okay why is their video doing so well why did this person uh blow up or whatever like there's a youtuber he's on he's an anti-tuber um his name is scam bully reviews i met this guy i joined his discord server uh last year and at the time and, and i was um trying to talk to him to to do a collab video this is when i was just going to start playing around with the the idea of doing anime but i wasn't like committed to it he had i want to say like 14k subs um right now if you look at his channel right now he has like 220,000 subs um and he was doing anime videos um a lot similar to the ones i do now um but the thing is like it all it took was just one it just took one video to to just blow up and and next thing you know he hit like 100k in a matter of like a month or two and when i really sat there and analyzed his videos and the way that he goes about making them um his videos are very like energetic they're very sporadic um and they're very eye-catching the very moment you click on the video there's no like intro uh that animation that plays or nothing like that it's very quick straight to the point in your face like and I've noticed, I mean, like, that's just kind of how you do it. A lot of people that watch YouTube, they're kids. They don't have the attention span to really sit down and be like, okay, this is a 10, 15 minute video. I'm going to really sit down and pay attention. A lot of kids aren't trying to do that. <laughs> so you got to, whether it be putting a meme in the beginning or putting like some sort of joke or like, like with a podcast, for example, you could take a very funny moment in the podcast, a very funny segment. You could put that in the very beginning and then cut to the intro. Just just little things like that will keep people invested. And then before you know it, they'll be like, dang, I've watched like two minutes of this video already. I guess I might as well finish it. Like they'll, they'll get to that point. And it's really, really important that you do that. And especially with titles and stuff. Like I could have easily named uh, my Tower of God video Tower of God Manga Review or Manga First Impressions. But I guarantee you if it was named that, it would not have done as well as it did. Like there's just certain little things that you pick up on and you won't pick up on them right away. Like you'll think, well, I mean, it's, it's, my video's good, you know. Like the title matters, man. They will not click on that thing. It could be the most amazing video in the world. If that title is not eye-catching, if that thumbnail is not hitting, they're just not going to click on it, and it sucks. I have a lot of videos that were just like that. The video is really good, but like 
it just didn't do well just because the title and the thumbnail just wasn't where it needed to be. Um, so that's that's the biggest advice. Like you like watch the people that are succeeding and really study what they do and how they do and why it works. And like I, I tell, I'm telling you, it will literally like make strides with your uh, videos. Yeah, no, that's really good advice, and and thank you. And it's it's funny as you're as you were you know saying what you were saying. It's like it's such a a double edged sword, right? In the sense um, of some of the things you were talking about. So, for example, when you were saying like you know you could have the best video in the world, but somebody might not click on it, and like a lot of it's a game. And it's like that brings a lot of um, you know depending on how you look at it, some people might be very discouraged by that, but at the same time, it brings a lot of hope to it as well, right? Because it's like the fact is, is that knowing the correct tools to use, right? You know, you're yeah. able to potentially catch that much more audience and you're able to, you know, provide them with that, you know, that clickable video. And basically what it does is, it, you know, it just draws more eyes in general where it's like, if you didn't know that, you know, you're sitting there being like, why, you know, cause it's, it's the most depressing thing in the world when you put your heart and soul into yeah. a project and it's 100%. like, yeah. And it's like, ah, 10 views. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, I, we literally spent what so much time adding a freaking clock to our stream the other day. And I was like, I swear to God, I better get 38 compliments on this clock, <laughs> you know, but it's like, realistically, yeah. that's never going to happen. They're going to be like, ah, oh, okay. Nerd like that, that, that looked mediocre. Like, right. you know, but it's funny, but it, you know, it brings a lot of hope too that. Like once you understand you know, the, the, the game, um, you know, cause it's all about entertainment at the end of the day, right? Like you could take yeah, that in any sport too. Like, uh, um, I know like for, for me, um, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of uh, mixed martial arts. So things like, you know, UFC and things like that. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's like you, a lot of people get upset sometimes because like guys that are very loud and boisterous and, and you know what I mean? They're talking smack or like getting a lot of the attention, right? Yeah. Right. Yep. Like everyone knows that name. It's a household name. Right. And it's like, there are a lot of people that get upset because it's, you know, that doesn't mean that that person is the best, right? Like at all. And people get upset where it's like, well, you know, this should be about the skill and you know, like you're not showing respect to the sport. But at the end of the day, like someone like Conor McGregor, for instance, like understands the game, right? Um, to, right. to quote it there, like that it's, this is a business of entertainment at the end of the day, right? We're just using fighting in this case as a medium in order to entertain people, right? It's a means to an end. So if you can exploit that, and I feel like it's, it goes, you know, it's a, it's a hard pill to swallow and a hard truth to face, especially for people that put their heart and soul. And that's not to say that people shouldn't, right? Like you should definitely put your heart yeah, and soul yeah. in what you're doing. You should improve and succeed at every moment's notice. You know, you shouldn't waste too much of your time trying to rig the game rather than just getting good at, you know, just getting better at what you do. But at the same time, it's like kind of understanding, you know, everything there is to it. And I, another point you bring up kind of the kind of the same going down the same road here is that, uh, you know, I watched a video the other day and it was same something along the lines of like growing on YouTube. And uh, they were talking about where a lot of people, you know, in 2020 believe it to be a disadvantage, you know, to be starting YouTube so late or they're like, oh man, this sucks because I'm so late to the ball and it's like, it's so saturated and stuff. And they're not wrong in many senses, but there's, there's kind of a light at the end of the tunnel. And there's another way of looking at it, especially from what you just laid out in that you have a plethora of creators right now that have done it and are doing it well. And, yep. you know, when YouTube was a thing with just cat videos and salad fingers, like they didn't have <laughs> all these people you know what I mean? To refer to, to, to see what works and did. Exactly. By, yeah. So they just had to kind of try and try and do all weird shit and like all this other kind of stuff. And eventually maybe something clicked. 
but like, you know, now we just have, you could, you know, take your pick, like look at like a Mr. Beast video or a PewDiePie or whoever, 100%. you know, like an anime man or whatever. And it's like, you kind of understand, you know, what, what it takes to get there and you can kind of put your own spin on it, you know, but it's like treating it like a business and like, you know, really taking the time to invest into this to make it grow like your life depended on it, you know, in a lot of ways. Yeah. is uh, I think it's also like this, you know, this game that we refer to, uh, which is YouTube, like is always never stagnant, right? Like when I, one of the things that I like hear the most or most commonly when I'm either listening to or watching YouTubers talk about like their YouTube fame or popularity or, or how to get there, you know what I mean? Um, one of the things that they always say is like never, like you can, you know, it's obviously incredibly helpful to like get tips and like learn what people do and what their trick of the trade was. But like that person's trick of the trade might've been four plus years ago. Right. Like the world, right. like, you know, what I mean, the, it's always like I think adaptability is the game because it's always about and we touched on this earlier with the social media thing, but like using literally whatever tools you have, because the tools that we or or people, you know, three years from now have will not be the tools that we had at our disposal or the people that three years before us. had. You know what I mean? So it's like learning how to play the game, but learning that the rules of the game never stay the same. Yeah, I think that's a brilliant point. Gavin, why are you smiling over there? I can't. No, I'm just thinking about it. I'm like, all right, we're adapting. Um, fans, you'll hear it here first. Our OnlyFans is coming out next week. No, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> Dude, on, on a real note. No, no, don't, don't, don't <laughs> segue. Do not segue. You can ride. Dude, I wasn't saying we're making an OnlyFans. <clears throat> no, no, no. Honestly, though, you, it, you bring it up as a joke. Obviously, you know, no, it's, it's not, not a joke. I'm dead serious. No, Next that's week, what wait. I mean. <laughs> that's what I mean, though. It's like it is crazy where it's like these things come out. Like, um, there's some celebrity who just well, uh, quite a few celebrities now are, are making OnlyFans, you know, and yeah, like and they're and making millions. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. insane, dude. It's insane, but it's like the point is, you like you just never know what's Supply gonna come out. Yeah, man, <laughs> you know the market. Yes, XLs, yeah, yeah. but crazy. Anyway, so Prince, you um. I'm curious to know if you have any sort of goal, aspiration, or plans when it comes to your channel within the next, I don't know, let's say a couple of years, um, or just, you know, life endeavors in general. I know you were talking about some of the things that you might be interested in in the future, but if you had some sort of uh, route in your head in terms of how to get there and what you want to accomplish. Uh, if I'm being honest, like right now I'm the most motivated I've ever been with making stuff. Um, when I was younger, like, I probably haven't been this motivated since I was making the gaming stuff. When I was making game videos, like, sometimes I'll look back, because uh, the channel the channel is private, but all the videos are, like, unlisted. I look at them sometimes, and I'm just like, man, I was, like, grinding. Like, <laughs> I mean, all I had was school to worry about, but, like, I was putting out four or five videos a, a week, and I was like, this is crazy. Like, I, I, I can't imagine going back and, like, really, like, literally working like this is a job, a second job, or just, like, I don't, I don't get it. But now... I'm at a point where I just want to hit 100k. I feel like if I hit 100k, I'll feel like uh, satisfied. It doesn't have to be a job. It just feels like that's a number. I just want that plaque, that award that that just shows like I made it. My work got me there. Um, but I mean, if if it does, you know, supersede that, and I get to a point where I can do this for a living, I'm definitely going to, you know, uh, reap the benefits. But I'm never going to like just entirely quit the the main goal because a lot of people that use YouTube as a platform to catapult them into what they really want to do, whether it be, you know, getting into acting or doing TV and all this other stuff. Um, 
And that's kind of what I want to do. I want to use it as a huge resume that I'm just building up. So that way, you know, when I do graduate, when I do, you know, um, complete all the things that I'm working towards right now, I have like an alternative path, like a plan B. Like if this doesn't work out, I could always do this. And that's kind of the goal. I don't really want to do this forever, but I like having the option. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I, I'm I'm uh, it's cool to hear that your route, you know, and obviously I hope you succeed at whatever it is you're trying to do. But it seems like you have obviously you have your head on your shoulders. You know what you're doing. And there's like a there's an actual method to the madness, as it were. I uh, I have I have one more question personally. And then, you know, if you guys have any um, and this might seem a little redundant, but I ask you one more time. Um, do you have any sort of advice and this could be generalized. It doesn't have to be necessarily geared towards specific, a specific group of people per se, because you'd be giving out a lot of advice this this episode, and it's actually gone a very long way. I think a lot of people could benefit from um, listening to this. Um, but do you have any advice for anyone that's kind of enmeshed in our sphere here or just in general, you know, uh, that is aspiring to, you know, make it to whatever the next level is, whether it be in YouTube or writing or creating cartoons or whatever, right? The things that you do being that you're taking this path, right? And you have, you know, you're accumulating a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of wisdom each and every day. Do you have any advice for anyone out there, something that maybe is stuck with you or maybe something that someone had told you or helped you with along the way for anyone trying to do what you do? Yeah, uh, main thing for YouTube is, and, and this is just key, um, your heart's got to be in it, and you got to make sure, like, when you make a video and it doesn't succeed, even if you get discouraged and don't want to make another one, like, make sure, if, you, if you're, you're going to make another one, it has to be better than the last. Every single time, make sure that you improve on something, because otherwise, your videos are going to be stagnant, and there's not going to be a reason for you to grow, like, I go back to my old videos and I just look at them and I'm just like, man, I came so far. Like all the things that I've self-taught myself, the things that I've learned how to do on my own with no like special classes or nothing. I just literally Google how to do this, how to do that. And like when I really think about it, I'm like, wow, like I really like gained a lot of knowledge from just doing this spare hobby. And like it adds a lot to your, you know, skill set. And that's like super important, even if you're not going to continue to YouTube, like it gives you, like, I could be an editor for someone, or I could t- yeah. get a job doing, you know, graphic design or all these other things because of what I've self-taught myself through doing videos. So the biggest thing to, to take away is, like, find a, a circle of people that do the same thing you do. Because uh, I have to say, like, a huge thank you to, like, the, uh, the cartoon community. Because even though I don't do videos in that uh, sphere anymore... When I did hit success, like, one of my videos, the uh, DreamWorks video, it has, like, 700K views. When that video blew up, um, one of the people, they reached out to me, and they were like, uh, we want to invite you to, it's basically a Discord server, cartoon, you know, creators, and they're really big channels. But, like, when I got invited into there, it was, like, really cool. Like, first, it was, like, a lot of, like, geeking out, because, oh, my God, like, all these people that, that watch are in here, that's crazy. <laughs> but, like... It's it's truly a uh, when you're surrounded by like-minded people that do the same thing as you, uh, it motivates you even more to succeed. So like, whether it be it doesn't have to be you know like um, someone much bigger than you, but just anyone that's doing the same thing as you, like even like just us in here right now, like doing similar things, like that can push people or motivate people to do better. Like yeah, I'll look at your videos, take 
you know, um, something from what you do and maybe add it to my uh, thing or vice versa, stuff like that. So I would just say, you know, uh, stick with like-minded people. They'll push you to, to succeed and make sure every video that you do is better than the last. Those are like the two biggest things that I could recommend. Fantastic advice. Thank you. Yeah. Did you guys have yeah. anything else that you, that you wanted to ask Prince or? Um, I guess, yeah, a little bit more of yeah, like yeah, a, a lighthearted one. Just uh, as far okay. as anime goes and or maybe even still cartoons, like what uh, what are you watching right now? Uh, right now, I'm honestly like, I'm not watching a lot, but I'm, I'm related to a few things. I'm watching for anime. I am watching Agretzko on Netflix. I have hmm. like three episodes left on the latest season, so I got to finish that. I'm rewatching uh Nana. That's like one of my favorite animes. I, I just randomly got the the urge to rewatch that. I was like, you know what? Let's, let's just knock it out. Um and then I'm also watching ReZero. I'm kinda watching Rent a Girlfriend. I don't know, off and on. Like I I read the whole thing, so there's no reason for me to watch it, but I'm just kinda just just, just absorbing the trash. Um and then for cartoons, I'm not really watching a lot of cartoons right now, but I, I need to finish She-Ra on Netflix. Uh, that show's really good. Uh like I know it looks like some girly stuff, but bro, let me tell you, like it's Steve, it's Steven Universe. It's just like that. Uh, so if you like Steven Universe, uh, sure, try out okay. you'll actually enjoy it. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I'm watching right now. Is it because mm. um, I I had to, I have to ask this? We I, it's really ironic, right? Because we always say this. It's ever since we made we came together and decided we're going to make an anime show, podcast, whatever. You know, we're gonna make an anime channel. It's been really ironic because the one thing that you need to do to really, you know, keep it going is watch anime, right? Or read manga or whatever. And it's like, exactly. now that we're in it, there's this weird irony where it's like, you have that much less time to actually watch oh, yeah. anime, Give right? No it's like, you got to fit I've been reading way more than I've been watching ever. <laughs> yeah. I don't read stuff. Like, I, I really don't. I've literally, I don't, ever since last year when Beastars came out, I just read all of Beastars, and now I just read that weekly. And then I was like, okay. Then Attack on Titan, after finished season three, I was like, bro, I got to read. I read all of that. Now I'm caught up in that. I read that every month. And then now all of a sudden I have this, like, stack of things that I read every week. I read Rent a Girlfriend now. I read um, um, Tower of God and this new uh, web. Like, I'm, I've been reading, like, three different webtoons now. Like, it's crazy. It's like all this stuff just came out of nowhere. I, I never read manga, but now I'm like all about it. Like I read more than I watch now. It's crazy. Do you find it easier or do you just kind of prefer that style? Like why do you prefer reading over it, over watching? Um, so before I didn't really read. Uh, only time I read was Naruto. And that was that was like one of my like growing up, I love Naruto type things. And uh, when Shippuden was airing, I was like, this is like... This is taking forever. I just want to read. <laughs> so, so then I just read Shippuden. Um, but that was like the only time I read for like the longest time. And then uh, it wasn't literally until last year after Beastars. And I was like, you know what? I want to know where this is going. So I read the rest of that. And I was like, you know, manga is kind of cool. Uh, and then read Attack on Titan. And that one was the one that really solidified it for me. Because Attack on Titan, reading it, is a totally different experience from watching it. Like watching it is very good. The music and the animation is, is beautiful. But like the the gritty and like heavily detailed art in the panels is just like it, it feels so much more uh like realistic in a way it's, it's weird to say but I, I just really fell in love with manga art like just the art is so damn beautiful to look at like yeah it, it just feels like you're like 
uh reading or taking the source material in its most rawest form like the anime censor stuff like it's it's like you're getting the the kitty version when you compare it to the manga <laughs> so i'm just like i just like reading the source material now more than anything <laughs> no that's very interesting and and i think you're definitely right in the sense because attack on titan is one that it's like we're waiting you know we like i'm like oh, okay we could have read it good luck. you know what i mean but i'm like <laughs> dude we're so close it's like one season left and it's like all right you know what i'm just gonna watch it it's gonna be oh, a thing amazing. but i i could see that definitely especially with something like attack on titan another one that comes to my mind personally um is berserk where it's like i feel like you benefit i actually just from, started buying that it's I, I won't go off for the sake of these guys because they know I gush about it all the time, but I truly believe it's a fantastic story. I think you'll like it. But um, I think that's another one like Attack on Titan that benefits from, potentially benefits from a manga, you know, from manga in that there's, you can see it in its like raw form and it's very gritty and, and grungy and like there's, you know what I mean? With like the hard lines. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? It actually benefits from not having it's like color. someone drew this. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Someone yeah. Actually drew this. It makes those scenes hit that much more. But Gavin, do you have anything? Uh, so your favorite character across anything, video games, anime, cartoons, Oof. movies, Damn. favorite number one this is why we love gavin because he's he asks the fun questions <laughs> I love what if it. we could like narrow it to one super hard fun question know <laughs> what then we'll keep it in realms of anime you got me there okay uh man <laughs> okay. he's like uh, narrow it to a show <laughs> And why so, is it Lero Row? <laughs> I'll, I'll have to go with Lelouch. Lelouch is just, he's a great main character. Every decision that he made feels like a decision I would have made. Even the ones that are, are mistakes. Like, I, I look at it, I'm just like, man, like, this guy can't catch a break, man. It, it just it just sucks. But, um, yeah, that's that's got to be number one for me. Like, it's, it's just like, I, I totally sympathize with the guy. I'm just like, and I, I love characters that are like that. They're so smart. But, like, no matter how smart they are, they, they still mess up. And it, it just feels realistic. It feels human. Like, this guy is a genius, but, like, even he, you know, fails. Yeah. I'll, I'll accept it, even though I know Lero Rowe is your number two. I'll accept it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just playing. Oh, <laughs> <God. laughs> like, I mean, if guy. you want to talk Tower of God, I can tell you my favorite Tower of God character. All right, all right. You got to hit me. And why is it Lero Rowe? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to keep on doing this until you, you tell say, if, By the way, you said you've read all of it. We are currently mid-season I know. I'm two. not going to spoil it. Uh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is is Yuri Jihad. Oh, Yuri all right, Jihad all right. I is... accept it. No, no, me and Gavin, can we just turn up his audio can, real quick? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, can, can you say it, one my more man time? Prince? Yeah, I need you to repeat okay. that loud and clear. Yuri Jihad. Uh, yeah, isn't that right, Ian? Are your headphones working? I never said uh, I dislike Yuri. Uh, no, but but <laughs> I like Yuri Jihad. That's very good. You'll yeah, really but... like her soon. Yeah, you may. Oh, Hell Train. You'll like her oh. soon. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, music to my ears. You made some friends here because oh. these two are huge Yuri stands. There is only huge two names you needed to mention, and I'll take. Honestly, I'll take the it. princesses they just steal the show whenever they're on. <laughs> Shit, that's fact <laughs> though. Like <laughs> Yuri's number one, but like if any of them came up, to, like, it's like, bro. <laughs> that's oh, a what fact. are we talking about? Bro, we were doing a live read through the other day, and literally, Endorsey comes on screen. And I'm, I'm doing a read through, and I literally go. Uh, and my <laughs> mouth just went open for like a minute, <laughs> like dead ass. I didn't even wait, do that on purpose. Was it, uh, was it the panel where? Oh, wait, I it don't was know the the workshop art party? The, yeah, the workshop battle party. 
has like a reunion happened yet? Like people have seen each other that haven't seen each other in like forever. Yes, yes, yes not but in a like happy it, way, but yeah. it like just happened. It didn't like officially happen, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't think you got to the part. Where I was okay. She comes to the party in a pink dress. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. People. People were saying that in our comments. So like, but they were relating it to like resolution. They're like, yeah. bro, if you like her now in 720, wait till you get to 4K. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Like, goddamn. All right. All right. All right. Oh, I'm, like, I'm just still holding out for you. Oh, that kid's where's Coon there? We better get it. We better get our 4K Coon. Eating the Prince notes, he's like, you're gonna get him. <laughs> Let's face it, Coon with his hair back be hitting different. <laughs> characters in Tower of God have like the most drip, like in any yeah, oh, show ever. Straight oh, up, like, straight they up. just start wearing like the freshest clothes. Like, oh, like bro, for later real. on, yeah. you'll be like, dang, where are they getting these designers? <laughs> bro, I haven't. Like, I this is actually the first time that I will mention this on camera. But I've always, I've had this thought in the back of my head forever. I don't know how Tower of God or SIU, whoever isn't, whoever needs to do this, has not started like a Tower of God clothesline. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, like would it's on the go same level broke like behind that shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, just have crazy drip. Like, oh my god! Even when they were like, "I'm pissed poor, I can't own a meal, or I can't even buy a meal," and like they're coming out with, like Gucci belts and shit, and you're like, <laughs> "Like, where's the correlation here? Like, you look like a savage. You're eating bread. Like, I, what is I, happening?" I gotta chalk it up to like, you know how like Mercedes is like, you know, like a huge deal. You know, like the you know the cars like here, but it's like yeah. you mm -hmm. see in Germany, it's like that's just your run of the mill car. They have yeah. Mercedes like everywhere. That's gotta be what it is. Where it's like in the Tower of <laughs> yeah. God, it's like clothes like that are just readily yeah. available. You're like, like, bro, that's the nice. Out. Outfit, they're like, This is a poor man's outfit. You're yeah. talking about, and you're like, what <laughs> start new trends over there? Yeah, it's like oh you don't even God. know, you can't keep up, dude. It's wild. It's, it's awesome. real shit, awesome. man. Anyway, Prince, it was awesome having you on, man. It was a lot of fun talking. You gave a lot of great advice, fun conversation, and yeah, uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, man. It, it was, I really hope that you're able to achieve the goals that you set out for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I think a lot of people that listen or watch this will get some inspiration from it. And I truly do mean that you've, you've offered a lot of advice. Um, and you know, definitely something that we could, uh, that we could keep in mind and for anyone listening going forward. But is there, yeah. um, real quick, Prince, where can people find you? I mean, you said yeah. you're everywhere, but I mean like kind of some of your main ones, if somebody wants up. to check out your content. Um, mainly the YouTube, uh, just youtube.com slash awkwardly animated. That is like the main place. Uh, and I, it would be nice to have some more followers on Twitter keep the conversation going there. Um, TikTok, you can do what you want on TikTok. I just literally upload <laughs> advertisement videos on there. Like, Hey, go check out my channel. Yeah. Like I don't really frequent that, but if you want to go there, you can go there, I guess. Yeah. That's awesome, man. And you have to let me know, uh, if, and when you read berserk, because I need more berserk stands out there. You're oh, yeah, that'll be soon. I got the it. two, uh, special edition volumes, oh, the big ones. Oh, I got two of those. They look so, so gorgeous. That's just so sitting lucky. there waiting. Yeah. They're so, so gorgeous. But anyway, man, we've taken enough of your time. It was a blast. Thank you so much for coming on. On. Ladies and gentlemen, Awkwardly Animated. Go check them out. Hey. Hey. You know what it is, dog. Ninjas are samurais. Blaze of the cool knives. Find me in the leaf of the cloud, screaming out Bankai. We just some ghouls though, who like seeing parts fly.